We all come bearing so many different loads. We come with heavy hearts and joyous hearts to this heartland, this space that nourishes us and welcomes us in all that we are. There is so much to celebrate this morning. Let us celebrate the liberation of the Israelites from slavery, the story that is told every year at this Passover time. And let us celebrate the human actions that seek to end injustice in our time. Let us celebrate the empty tomb and the triumph of love over death that is the heart of the Easter story. And let us celebrate the egg hunts and the chocolate and the jelly beans that are so, so important in our Easter celebrations now. Let us celebrate the end of the stewardship season here at People's Church and the many, many ways that People's people are generous people within and beyond these walls. And if you forgot your pledge form and want to still get this over with, please raise your hand. We have some of our stewardship team who will give you a pen and some paper so you can send in your pledges later. Raise them high. Don't be sheepish. We're so glad you're participating. We're so, so glad. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So let us celebrate the bloomings of daffodils and the other flowers and the arrival of spring with its warmth and its beauty. Let us celebrate the mystery and miracles of growth and change in our world and the cycles of growing and harvesting that we depend on, the sun, soil, wind, water, that make all life possible. Our service today echoes those cycles. Let us celebrate how each of us in all our uniqueness, come together to create something beautiful, whole, and holy. So come, let us join one another in celebration. Come, let us worship together. Let us sing. I'm Rick Johnson with a special announcement. Uh, I have the good fortune to invite everyone to a great event, the Isaac Banquet, which happens 
on Saturday, May 6th. If you haven't been to one, it's the closest thing to a party Isaac ever does. <laughs> Once a year, all the Isaac congregations, and we're one of them, get together, dress up, and celebrate the social justice work that's been done the previous year. There's an invited speaker for a little inspiration. There's good entertainment from local musicians, and the food is actually delicious. And the company is Kalamazoo's finest. So please come. You'll enjoy yourself, and it may give you a little hope. You can buy a ticket or reserve one out in the foyer from Mary Lewis, who will be there right after the service today. Thank you. Heartland. When we are suffering, our important work is in the garden to learn nurture and let go of what is beyond our command. When there's too much of the world in you for the world to understand, won't you meet me out in the heartland? Is it anger or resilience you build when you wake up to find the plowman gone and have to push on the best that you can? When you want to hold on to the past as you feel it fall like seed from your hand and be scattered all over the heartland. A heart doesn't belong to only one person. It's not meant to be owned or claimed as yours or mine. It's to be given, spread out and sown in the people and places where we've gone and with whom we've spent our time. When does life begin if the egg is never broken? Who has fixed a shattered window by changing glass back into sand? And who but us can pick up the pieces when we need to break our plans in order to work our way through the heartland? A heart doesn't belong to only one person. It's not meant to be owned or claimed as yours or mine. It's to be given, spread out and sown in the people and places where we've gone and with whom we've spent our time. Now, if you will, uh, oh, there we go. If you rise in body or spirit, we are going to sing Seed of Hope. There's a seed of hope in my soul, a little seed of hope in my soul. Gonna tend it every day so that it grows strong. Oh, this I pray that a seed of hope soon will bloom in my soul. There's a seed of joy in my soul, a little seed of joy in my soul. I'm gonna tend it every day so that it grows strong. Oh, this I pray that a seed of joy soon will bloom in my soul. There's a seed of peace 
in my soul, a little seed of peace in my soul. I'm going to tend it every day so that it grows strong. Oh, this I pray that a seed of peace soon will bloom in my soul. And there's a seed of love in my soul, a little seed of love in my soul. I'm going to tend it every day so that it grows strong. Oh, this I pray that a seed of love soon will bloom in my soul. For the lighting of our chalice, I would like to invite Ariana Webb forward and Lila Essek. Glory to be the earth and the wind. Glory to be the sun and the rain. Glory to be the animals and children. Glory to be our holy flame, which calls us together as one. Today, one of the many things we celebrate is the generosity of this community. And the thing about generosity is you only have to do it just once and be done. And so everything we do here is built on your generosity, your time, and your money that you give to do the work of this church. And so this is why we take a moment in our service to invite you to keep being the generous people that you are. So as our choir sings and our ushers pass baskets, I ask you to continue to be generous.
words for giving thanks. From the countless gifts we each have been given, gifts of life and love and sustenance, we bring these small portions to share in works of love, which none of us can accomplish alone. Under a sky the color of pea soup, she is looking at her work, growing away there actively, thickly like grapevines and pole beans, as things grow in the real world, slowly enough. If you tend them properly, if you mulch, if you water, if you provide birds that eat insects a home and winter food, if the sun shines and you pick off caterpillars, if the praying mantis comes, and ladybugs, and the bees. Then the plants flourish, but at their own internal clock. Connections are made slowly. Sometimes they grow underground. You cannot always tell by looking what is happening. More than half a tree is spread out in the soil under your feet. Penetrate quietly as the earthworm that blows no trumpet. Fight persistently as the creeper that brings down the tree. Spread like the squash plant that overruns the garden. Gnaw in the dark and use the sun to make sugar. Weave real connections. Create real nodes. Build real houses. Live a life you can endure. Make love that is loving. Keep tangling and weaving and taking more in. A thicket and bramble wilderness to the outside, but to us, interconnected with rabbit runs and burrows and lairs. Live as if you liked yourself, and it may happen. Reach out. Keep reaching out. Keep bringing in. This is how we are going to live for a long time. Not always. For every gardener knows that after the digging, after the planting, after the long season of tending and growth, the harvest comes.
From the beginning, parents have brought their children to places of worship. They have trusted their religious community to celebrate their children and help raise their children. And we gather here today out of reverence for the miracle and mystery of life in the children we make promises to and in all of us. So in this ceremony, we announce the name of each child to the community, and we bless them and dedicate ourselves to them as we dream of the lives that they might live. And so can the families and the children that we are dedicating ourselves to please come forward? When we form community, we offer blessings and make promises to one another. And that's what we are here to do today. All of us get to offer blessings and make promises to these children and their families. So first, we're going to do some blessings. So what name do you give this child? Lillian. Lillian, you are the breath of our ancestors, and you are one more redeemer. I touch you with this flower, a symbol of beauty, and this this water, a symbol of life, on your brow, your lips, and your hands. May your thoughts, your words, and your deeds create more love, more hope, and more joy in our world. And what name do you give this child? Amelia. Amelia, you are the breath of our ancestors and one more redeemer. I touch you with this rose on your brow, your lips, and your hands. May your thoughts, your words, and your actions create more love, hope, and joy in our world. And what name do you give this child? Harper. Harper, you are the breath of our ancestors. I know, it's great, isn't it? And one more redeemer. So I touch you with this rose on your brow, your lips, and your hands. May your thoughts, your words, and your actions create more love, hope, and joy in our world. And what name do you give this child? Declan. Declan. You are the breath of our ancestors and one more redeemer. (laughs) I know, it's kind of weird, huh? It's kind of weird. May your thoughts, your words, and your actions create more love, hope, and joy in our world. So, So, now some promises. First, from the families. Parents, will you you love these children, encourage their love of others and the truth, and will you strive to show them through your words and actions a life of beauty 
meaning, and joy. Will you wonder with them, grow with them, teach them, and be ready to learn what they have to teach you? You will. And our next promises are for the children and youth of the congregation. So I invite you all to stand up, kids and, kids and youth. Not the grown-ups. This is just for the kids. The grown-ups will get their promises in a minute. But this, this is important. And the, so we need you all to help these children grow. We need you to help them grow up strong and wise and caring. You will be their friends, and you will be the big kids they look up to and try to be like as they grow. They will admire you and learn from you. So do you promise to care for Amelia and Lillian Harper and Declan to share with them and learn with them and grow with them? You can say, we will. Thank you all. And so now it's the time for the grown-ups to get in on the promise-making. <laughs> so we are going to do this responsively with a congregational blessing from, for, chil, for, chil, for children, child dedication. So it is our faith that each child born is one more redeemer. By Are you ready to dedicate yourselves to Amelia, Lillian, Harper, and Declan? We are prepared. We dedicate our minds and hearts to these children and to their parents. Will you strive to love and cherish them in times of struggle as well as gladness? We will love and cherish them always. We acknowledge the divine spark within each child. You all may be seated, and now we are going to walk through the congregation, because you all need to see these beautiful children up close that you just made these promises to. So we are going to walk down the center aisle and then come back the sides. And I invite you, as the children pass near you, to offer a word of blessing or praise, whether spoken or just held in your hearts. And if you're seated right near the aisle, please feel free to stick your hand out for a high five just sort of as a way of making this blessing real. So Jennifer is going to play some music for us.
his, with her adoring fans, which is so great. I'll close with these words. May our dreams for these children come true. And may we fulfill all the promises that we've made. May these children always be as loved as they are in this moment and always have a safe harbor in this congregation. And may all children always be this loved and have safe harbor in the world. So as these kids move back to their seats, and if you all just want to keep wandering, collecting high fives, or if anybody else wants to get in on that, I think that is just fine. We are going to sing. So I invite you to get into whatever posture helps you sing your very best as we sing together. trees don't grow well inside, or at least they can't grow as big or as strong indoors. They can't produce as much fruit as if they were planted outside. The fruit starts growing and then it drops off the trees before it is ripe and ready. Do any of you know why this would be? Wind. 
It says our gardener, which is great because Catherine is a master gardener. And as I was putting this together, I was terrified that I was getting this wrong. So thank you for that validation, Catherine. It's because there's no wind inside. Trees need wind. They need the gentle wind and the storming wind to push against their branches if the branches are going to grow strong enough to hold fruit all the way until it is ripe. With no wind, the branches are too weak to hold the fruit, too weak to serve their purpose. And sometimes we are like those fruit trees. If we are going to grow strong, if we are going to fulfill our purpose, if we are going to create the ripe and delicious fruit with our lives that brings us and others joy and sustenance, we need wind. We need the wind that pushes us into a new posture, a new perspective that helps us learn something new. We need, a new, we need the wind of storms and the hard times, disappointment and losses that come to us all and show us that we have the roots that we need, at least most of the time, and help us grow those deeper connections we need to come back strong and surviving. We need the gentle breezes of other people's breaths, the breeze that comes when people in our lives tell us their stories or ask us good questions or ask us for help, and then we then grow in new ways to meet the challenge before us. One of my hopes for the children that we dedicated ourselves to just now, and for all of us, is that our lives will be marked by the winds. They and we will not grow into fragile hothouse flowers, but strong and hardy plants that bear ripe fruit, that offer joy and food to the world in so many ways. And these breezes and winds that help us grow also surprise us and push us into new directions that we did not anticipate. Many of us come here in search of these winds that help us orient or reorient our lives, the insights and experience shared in worship or classes or coffee hour or even committee meetings that help us grow our hearts and our spirit. The community where we are able to show off those fresh, vulnerable shoots of new growth and learning. Paul Robson. That time, cool and clear, cutting across the hot grid of the day. The major voice, the adult voice, forgoing the rolling river, forgoing tearful tale of bale and barge, and other symptoms of an old despond. Warning in music words, devout and large, that we are each other's harvest. We are each other's business. 
We are each other's magnitude and bond. Gwendolyn Brooks. I'd like to invite our children forward for a short conversation. Oh, you'll see why I have a basket. It is good to see all of you all with us today. So in the poem that Maya just read for us, it said, we are each other's harvest. Do you guys have any idea what that might mean? Any guesses? I think it can mean a lot of things. Any? Hi. So the thing that I think it means is that here at our church and in our different communities, in our schools, in our families, we help each other grow big and strong together and make the world a better place. What do you think about that? Do you think that's kind of true most of the time? Probably not all the time, but a lot of the time. Yeah. And so there are people who talk about things called fruits of the spirit. And those are the things that we grow together, both from the spirit and in community. And I wanted to just share that little list of things with you guys, okay? So love, you know what that is, right? Joy, peace, patience. Yeah, do you guys grow that sometimes, being, being here and being in, in family and school and other places? Kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control, which is a really hard one, I think, for a lot of us to grow. Can you think of any times when the church has helped you grow any of those things? Um, actually, when we first, maybe when we first got here, we first went here, maybe if when I was in a in mom's belly or not, I had self-control. Oh, you think you might have had self-control when you were just brand new as a person, when you were in your mom's belly? Maybe. I don't think, I don't think tiny babies are very good at self-control. That's my experience. Um, um, I already knew it, but... You knew it, but you just couldn't do it? Yeah. Yeah, that's probably true for a lot of babies. That's some good, that's some really good thinking. Any other thoughts, you guys? Um, my mom and daddy, there was so, abusive. was an echo girl. Oh, yeah. So I say another thing that the church helps us with and that we learn in our families and other places is to be generous. And one of the things we are celebrating today is being generous. And so I am wondering, I know a few people brought in their final, their pledges for our stewardship and our capital campaign, and they have them today. And I'm wondering if they might be willing to hold those up and you guys can help me collect the last of them. Do you think you can do that? 
Do you, any of you grown-ups have some pledge cards that are finished? There's a few around. If you can go grab some, that would be beautiful. Thank you. Do you see people holding up a card? There's some way in the back. Do you want to go grab any of those? And if you can bring them back up here and put them in the basket, because we want to have a good track of, of all of our wonderful, generous people here at the church. Thank you. Hopefully we will have a really impressive total to share with you all during our, our brunch today of all of the wonderful generosity with money. And, and we know there's so many other forms of generosity, but this is what we're celebrating today. So thank you all. I'm grateful to wake each morning to the brilliance of grandfather's son. Blatantly shining or shuttered by clouds, I'm grateful for the determination of spirit to go for more light. I'm grateful for the endless beauty and relentless strength of grandmother earth, for her ability to transform and rebirth what is broken. I'm grateful for the unknown possibilities of change. I am grateful for the trust and innocence of plants and how they teach us to follow the natural flow of energy to freely give our unique gifts back to self, life, and others. I am grateful for the sweet medicine of the animals, for their effortless harmony and balance in nature, for the gifts of wisdom and knowledge audible in the wind, for the desire to listen. I'm grateful for compassion and patience, for the stories of the young and the memories of the old. I'm grateful for the perspective people bring, for eyes like a hundred sunlit prisms offering rainbow-hued viewpoints, for hands lifting off into the sky a flock of multicolored wings painting the horizon. I'm grateful for fellow human beings on a quest for deeper connection, meaning, and purpose, for the open heart-to-heart -heart communication that makes us into windows and mirrors for one another when we need to know we aren't alone, that our experience matters. I'm grateful for community, for a space to hold us as we gather in search of more hope and harmony. I am grateful for heartache that reminds me how to reach out to you when you're hurting how to receive support when I'm stumbling on my path. I'm grateful for the net we weave together, arms linked in the solidarity of understanding, no matter how peaceful, loving, or complete we each are. There are burdens too great to carry on our own. There are battles no single warrior could win. 
I am grateful for each day I wake up and choose, that you wake up and choose to join hands, to do this work together. I'm grateful. Please stand as you're able. Good morning. I'm Sue Caulfield, um, one of the members of the, we're pretty much three co-chairs of the gratitude team, and I'm here to introduce your gift of gratitude, the gift we bring you in gratitude for your generosity today. Um, first, uh, the flags behind me, um, Jill Terwilliger stylized our emblem this year of the chalice uh, as we forge our future, and then... Um, now you'll see Jill actually screen printing that image onto one and a half inch blocks. So Jill and I got to screen print these. That's her with her machinery, which we found didn't work. So the next slide shows you the screen, which is about 20 by 18 of the image. And then the last image shows you what it looks like when you print it onto blocks. And we wanted you to see this because you see this image on the flags but then you see these blocks here in front where you're going to see just little bits of image. But we wanted you to know that each block here is a piece of the whole. And every member of this congregation is both unique and an important part of the whole. And our gift to you is that each person here today can take a block which has a piece of the larger image. And then on the other side, the entire image is stamped on it in whole. And then, for those of you just moved by Beth Bulmer's poem, a piece of her poem is taped around it. And so we encourage you to go forward um, knowing that you are connected to all of us. And if you're wondering, when you get your block, where does my line fit into the poem, we have a framed copy of the poem up front if you want to see where you, that part of you fits in today. So thank you very much, and blessings.
So now I have another job for our children. If you want to come forward and help us make sure that every person in this room gets a block. I know. So grab a few of these beautiful blocks and be careful because they're a little bit fragile, the paper on them is. And then try to make sure that every grown-up has one. Okay? I'm going to grab a, grab a few. And a few will fall. It's okay. They're sturdy. And you can take multiple trips if you need to. It's okay. But grab some blocks and get them to some grown-ups. And every, and every kid gets one, too. Anybody who wants a block today can take one home. The people in the back rows need blocks, too. If you can get them towards the back, that would be great. And if you're still waiting on a block, maybe a hand to help us know where to go. Okay. So look around and see. There's a few people in the back rows, on the sides, kind of all over. Yeah, there's a lot of people still waiting on their blocks. Thank you, everyone, for helping get the blocks out. We have some extras for the people who weren't able to be here today who are part of our community. And so let us go out celebrating the generosity of this community and celebrating with our brunch, with our animals, with all of the good things that are waiting for us this afternoon. And so let us go in peace and go in love and let us sing all of us out of the sanctuary with the words we usually sing to our children we are having some song leaders get in position, and we will all just move together with these words that we sing to our children every week.
You guys ready?